1: El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación.
2: Hey, welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown used to host a podcast called unpopular opinion and that podcast was this podcast but then everyone else in the world decided they like the name unpopular opinion a lot too so we changed the name to you don't even like this show each week me and a couple of guests selected from a pool of the absolute sharpest minds the la entertainment scene has to offer use this here space to talk about whatever the hell we want News, pop culture, politics, information, you name it, we talk about it, and sometimes my co-host Jeff May is here too. It's a blast. You're going to love it. Hey everybody, welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show. A show about news, politics, information, tech, surveillance, the surveillance state, the intelligence state, games basketball, anything we want to talk about, especially today. We have no roadmap today. We've never done an episode like this. But here's the thing. We're off the blueprints, baby. Yeah. I should should introduce myself. I'm Adam Todd Brown. I'm your host. Joining me as co-host this week. Ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-hosts. But Jeff will be back next week. I do have not only a room full of guests, but a room full of guests who are my co-hosts on other podcasts. Case in point jennifer scott is here
0: yes it is i i was i thought you were gonna say my my best friends
2: oh i'm well now i'm sorry that i didn't uh
0: my best friends
2: i feel bad my best uh, friends I. jen scott and andy seller here
1: hi <laughs> do i just qualify as a room full this is three people
2: yeah but you're all I here in it's a small a, room you're all here in the room with me you're not i wish you were but <laughs> me too I recorded a couple in-person... I'm bored of not... I recorded a couple in-person pods last week. (laughs) It's a fun test to see who my cat does and doesn't like. That usually gets decided really quick. I like it. And here's the thing. She likes everybody. Yeah, she's a good kitty. She sure is. Shout out to Mimi. So, like I was saying, kind of an unconventional episode. Here's the thing. I'm having a barn burner of a week. I went into researching this episode and... Just got distracted by an intrapersonnel affair, I guess. A work issue. (laughs) An HR problem. Yeah, yeah. A work issue. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. If you will. And I was like, you know what? I don't have the energy to research out a whole episode this week. So I'm leaning on my best friends, Jen and Andy, (laughs) to guide us through this episode. I said, hey. Just come ready to talk about some shit. And we've I'm never, this bad. is like 90% of the podcasts on the internet. Even if they have a supposed theme and a title that makes it they seem know. like it's about one thing. It's usually just motherfuckers being like, so how was your week?
0: They All go right. off the seat of their pants, which is a weird saying. And yeah, what does no. it mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That,
0: well, that's, that's
1: the thing I like about having podcasts that are, should I stop?
2: <laughs> Cause the cops are in the background, not on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they found, found no, no, me. No. They'll
0: never stop coming for us.
1: Was <laughs> well, the, the, the case in point? Yeah, other podcasts probably wouldn't bother to cut that out. Like, that's the thing I like about having podcasts that are like, you know, niche or specialty or focused or have like, like an organ, like a production to them. Yeah, is that when you do just decide you when you don't have anything or you don't feel like doing the work, you can be like, oh, well, we'll just do an episode that's like literally every other fucking podcast, and it's not a failure. We're just s- stepping down a level to where everyone else is at exactly
0: <laughs> we're we're stepping down to beneath us
2: we're slumming it
1: this <laughs> yeah <week>. exactly <laughs> yeah we we're are slumming it slumming it
2: i do have one uh, kind of a promotional thing to talk about up top oh plugs up top let's go well oh all right we're really off the fucking map if we're doing I mean, plugs up top well well it's not really i mean it is plugs but we have a bunch of stuff on sale we're calling oh, it an ad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's more an ad Ad read. I'm, I'm calling it the mm-hmm. Christmas after Christmas sale because none of the things we have for sale are going to arrive in time for Christmas. Let's just be honest. It's a pre-sale. Mm. We have three different shirts. The you don't even like this shirt is back in stock. Also oh. two shirts designed by Jen Scott. We got a pretty scary Bam. Mothman shirt with the Mothman on it. Hand drawn by Jen Scott. And also, I did draw him a pink version of the Conspiracy the Show redacted document shirt.
0: All, oh, that's pretty sick.
2: All for sale. There's a sale going through Friday. Uh, shirts are 15% off, and the Unpops Forever Drive is back. And that is. Is 10% off. That's a hard drive that has every fucking podcast we've ever recorded, with a handful of exceptions that have been sent to hell where they deserve to be. But <laughs> it is over 100 gigabytes of podcasts. It's intense. And it's on a wow. personalized hard drive that uh, has enough room for another however many years it's been of doing this we podcast. Like 10 years. 10. Anyway, you don't show dot link slash store go look at all that all right
1: whoa i was just thinking 10 years the first because the first time i remember being on an episode i think it was m night Shyamalan. uh oh that
2: was a fight fight cast
1: cast. yeah yeah with joe k and i
2: think you lost
1: right yeah i mean people like m night Shyamalan. i don't care it's fine (laughs) you can if you want i think he's trash but whatever
2: trash Uh, is a strong word He had a he had a run of but bad and, films, and, and this
1: is coming from someone who tends to like trash. I just don't like his trash. Yeah,
0: okay. Mm, not every trash is for you.
2: That's understandable. That's, I mean,
0: exactly. That's fair.
1: I'm saying if you like him, like him, whatever. Sure. Go with go with M Night like him.
2: M Night. I was gonna try and work make like sense. into his I'll name. I'll say
0: it. I had a really bad burrito, and I'm really thrown off.
2: <laughs> mm. So a bad burrito what, will do that. Yeah, a bad burrito will definitely do that. Yeah, we were talking about this beforehand. I'm not a huge fan of breakfast burritos. I think they're mostly I made overrated.
0: A I like breakfast burritos, not a frozen, microwavable kind. It was a huge mistake. The better option is to eat nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Never do the never do the microwave breakfast burritos. They're never mm-hmm. good. Literally never good. Uh, and I, I I'm with you. I'm with you, Adam. Except for. The state of New Mexico. If you order a breakfast burrito in the state of New Mexico, yeah. pretty much anywhere there, it's going to be great.
2: I was going to say. Literally everywhere else. Mm, I was going to say two best. exceptions. Uh, New Mexico, they are the breakfast burrito capital of the planet, the universe. Yeah, New it's California. undisputed. Just for that yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. New Mexico is a place you should absolutely just go to for the food sometime it's like no other food anywhere else it's fucking great
1: i i haven't been back in a while but i haven't been back in a while but anytime i do i would go it was always like okay i gotta plan out my restaurants
2: (laughs) i'm always a red chili (laughs) guy and i feel like that's not the popular choice keeping with my keeping with my internet demeanor
1: yeah i i love christmas i'm a christmas chili fan here's Um, here's why
2: i'll never do christmas first time i went to new mexico i ordered enchiladas and mm-hmm. they asked if I wanted uh, red or green sauce, and I said, uh, yeah. "Can I get both?" And she goes, "Do you mean Christmas?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay, like, you can't I didn't write off the whole right concept. Yeah, no, I'm Christmas done. Chili
1: because one
0: waitstaff
2: I'm person done. was shitty to you. Done. Okay, red only well, from now I, on.
0: Here's, here's I the thing. Just learned about this right now.
2: I call it communist.
1: Okay. <laughs> 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 I I'm with you only because I can't eat green chili anymore. And it's the most de- one of the most devastating things to me is it it destroys my insides like it really? I have like I don't know if it's an ulcer or what I'm I'm getting it's such a mild chili done
0: okay but, to, to eat green chili again only not for your health but it's green <laughs> yeah
1: green peppers of any kind they're like different from when you let the peppers ripen to red and I, they 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 mess me up I can't eat green peppers at all now so I am solely red chili at this point. But my partner just brought me back some Chimayo red chili, which is my favorite. And I'm really excited about it. Red
2: chili forever. Red chili forever. I I was also going to say Larry's in Burbank, one of the best breakfast burritos. Good breakfast burrito. Yeah. Yep. And in part because their green chili is so good, their green chili salsa. Uh, Oh.
0: I do miss that spot, going to that spot a lot with you, Adam. It was very fun.
2: (laughs) I spent. So much money at Larry's when we had the they studio. Could have,
0: they could take all
2: my money. Right next door. Oh, man. And they had such a such a vast menu. And yeah, you could get a puppy patty, which I would always do. It was a little uh, turkey burger patty that they would cook up for your dog. And Oh, well, So cute. My dog was way into it. I not know about that.
0: I had a tuna melt there once that slapped so hard.
2: I remember you ordering a tuna melt. I was like, that's...
0: I thought it was a weird choice and that, it
2: was so good. That is such a choice. Oh, I've never I ordered a tuna, tuna melt in my life. Oh what? I love They're tuna. They're
0: good melts. as fuck.
2: They're so good. I, as fuck. I like a tuna sando Underrated on meal on toast, but I don't know if I want a hot tuna.
0: I think I want one today. I'm already on a weird stomach day. Let's go tuna melt next.
2: So, Andy, you said <laughs> you said you thought of a bunch of stuff you want to talk about. Yeah. Because me and Jen are struggling. I mean, I'll talk about Caitlin Clark hitting 3,000 career points, but. Fuck yes, dude. We'll do that. Wait, a, what's Fuck that? yes. Uh, she is a. Caitlin Clark, women's, legend. Women's college basketball player who people sometimes call the Steph Curry of women's college basketball because, man. Oh. She can hit a fucking three-pointer.
1: Dude, she's the best.
2: And uh, she is the fastest to reach 3,000 career points and. If she averages something like 26 points a game this season, she'll become the all-time leading scorer. And she has another year of eligibility. And normally you would think, well, yeah, so you hightail it to
1: the pros.
2: But in this case, we're talking the WNBA, which is to say, oh yeah, go hightail it to that league where you'll make $85,000 in a season. Like She'll make more money staying in college for yeah. another That's year wild because now you wow, can do
0: the WNBA sucks that bad that she would make more money in college.
2: We've talked about it a couple times on this pod, the WNBA, like the highest paid player, I think maybe makes $200,000 a That's season. So fucking gross. And the minimum NBA salary is like millions. Like it's, it's not even, I mean, sort of proportionate. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Here's the thing. The, the disproportion is the problem. Yes. Someone making only $200,000 a year is not the problem. Like no, I think no. everybody should be brought down to 200,000 a year.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, the, maybe, but yeah, maybe the, all it's, it's the inequality. And I don't want to, yeah. I, I don't want to hang on this too much. Cause I've talked about it a bunch on the pod, but the big problem with the WNBA,
1: yeah.
2: you can always make that argument. Well, they don't have as many games. They don't bring in as much money. Tickets are less expensive. All of that. Sure. That is a perfectly valid argument for why there's no one making $58 million over three years in the WNBA. But the issue is that if the NBA shared revenue with WNBA players, the way they share it with NBA players, then the highest paid WNBA player would be like 800000 somewhere in that neighborhood. And that's yeah. way more respectable for, I mean, they play like a 32 game season. I think it, like, it's a relatively short season. So yeah. there's that too. There's fewer games, but then no one's complaining about salary. I mean, there would still yeah. be some complaints, but
0: when I played basketball well, as like a park district child, I would foul out of like every game for like hitting girls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that doesn't seem like you at all
1: that's i mean i'm gonna say it's not surprising personally but
0: yeah i just like have vivid memories <laughs> I, of like not i also want him to play do i have a delay i feel like i have a delay because i, also I want to be talk cl- and then it's like no yeah uh, that
2: what no i don't know i don't oh, think maybe so. i don't know maybe we're just so shocked say, by the things now. you say now now
0: oh yeah it's so behind. Should I leave and come back? Because I feel like I keep accidentally interrupting you guys.
2: Oh, I I wonder if you just have a delay with Andy because you said now, like immediately after Andy said it on my end. Try it again. For you?
0: Oh, I it's me
1: again.
2: Try. Oh yeah. Oh, this is crazy. Ooh. Oh. Wait,
1: Andy, so
0: should say I even come back, or is it Andy's fault? Should I say now? Say now.
2: Now. Oh,
0: it's so long. Oh, yeah,
2: that was that was a delay.
0: Whoa, it's me. I'm the
2: one. Hello. <laughs> is it you we're looking for? You know what? I'm going to fucking oh. leave this in the podcast, too. I love yeah, it. Gives a shit. Yeah. Show uh, people how it is on the other side of the tracks where people yeah, don't
0: learn how we have to deal with things of being like, <laughs> are we talking over each other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this. I
2: should get paid eight hundred thousand a year.
0: We should certainly, for the tough work we do, the emotional labor of delays.
2: Yes, yes. This kind of thing usually ends up in the outtakes, which you only hear if you're a subscriber. Not that I'm going to run another plug by you, but you don't pod.supercast.com. we got all kinds of new subscription options, including lifetime subscriptions. Lifetime. We're bound together until... Whoa. until we're we're released from this mortal coil, both of us, all of that's, us, we're gonna live that's forever. A, that's
1: a that's a little much.
2: <laughs> hey, thanks, Andy. I appreciate I that.
1: <laughs> but you know what? I love it. Fuck it. These are these are wild times. We gotta be
2: wild. We gotta be, Andy. What do you? What the fuck do you want to talk about?
1: I'm going to talk about why my cats won't stop meowing when I'm doing this. Fine. I didn't Um, hear a
0: damn meow. And if we did, it would be on a delay.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just going to, okay, maybe this is too much, but I was going
1: to, I was going to do, I mean, I'm often too much. Are any of the three of us, see my questions, the things I want to talk about are all just like questions for the group. That are like okay, kind of personal. That. What are we at with our lives kind of stuff? Okay. I'm into that. Are any okay. of us current? I, I, yeah, I know my answer is no, but are you, either of
2: you currently doing standup? Uh, Oh, kind of, I need to find a spot well, down here that I can do it regularly because getting to LA from where I am for an unpaid bar show is, that's yeah. a tough ask at my age, baby. So I need to find Uh-oh. a spot down here. But I've done it a few times this year, yeah.
0: As, uh, as of now, I do not identify as a stand-up comedian <laughs> because I... <laughs> think that they're all fucking garbage people and I don't want to be associated with them yeah. but I okay, am in yeah. fact a very funny performer that does get booked on things sometimes and then also I am working on my hour so but I don't consider it to be stand-up because it's not it's insane
2: <laughs> I I still want to tour me and yeah. Kim crawl and I don't know if Jeff knows, but also Jeff have been kicking around the <laughs> idea of touring next year. It's mostly been me and Kim talking about it, but I'm sure she's running. I was gonna say fuck
0: of off. Way. We've talked about it. Fuck Kim.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
0: I really want to tour. There's a lot. To there's plenty. So it's not long. like it's
2: not like we're gonna go on the fucking Eras tour and be out all year. I can do multiple tours. Oh, uh, well, that
0: is what I want is specifically to tour the biggest stadiums possible. <laughs>
2: But but that is what I'm going to focus on going forward a little more in terms of comedy. Just yeah. trying to go out. I simply on the road don't know do how
0: it. to tour is the reality of it.
2: I mean I mean
1: here's it's the dumbest it's
0: it's like hey lose money. I don't money. know it's been, Yeah, it's like I how much know, money do you yeah, want? Yeah,
1: That's you the do There's no exactly. It's you don't, well, then you I'm don't not make do money right. on tour. Uh, I haven't done stand up in gosh 3 years now. I think the last thing I did was an unpops Zoom show. Oh yeah. And, and I haven't, I haven't done any kind of stand-up since I haven't been on a stage since. And so I don't, I also, I'm with you. I don't identify as one. And also, yeah, I think they're mostly garbage. I fucking, I, I, but I miss it so much. Like I miss the act of doing it and some, some of the like camaraderie and community you can feel in it so much, but everything else about it, I hate so much and find so toxic and I've lost respect for so many people that I used to really greatly admire in the last few years. And I don't even know, like, I don't know anybody here that does it like, yeah, really like everybody I know in Minneapolis that did stand up either quit or moved. So I don't even know how, so I'd have to go back out to open mics again. And the thought of going to an open mic as a 43 year old man who hasn't had a drink in eight years is incredibly depressing to me.
2: Yeah, I would start like, smoking again if I had to hit open mics, that's for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, my PAX Plus would be
1: coming on. with me.
0: Yeah, I now <laughs> yeah. understand the people who are like douchebags about performing. Like now, if I get to a certain like level that I want to be at, I will absolutely be one of those people who's like, I'm going to walk in on stage, do my set and fucking leave because I fucking yeah. hate all yeah. of you. <laughs>
2: Yeah, And I always yeah. thought
0: that was shitty when I saw people do that, but now I fucking get it. And I absolutely would be doing that. Yeah.
2: yeah that, I, that, I don't know how often it happens now. Cause I'm not trying to get booked on people's shows, but that thing where in LA people are like, Oh, come out, come hang out. And maybe you'll get booked. It's like, if you, do you, know if how, you
1: don't hang out, you don't get booked. Yeah, yeah. Do you
2: know how hard it is to get around in LA? Like why, why put that on people? Like I had a show at a, Place on the West Side, and Dan Saint Germain was on the show, and he just like kind of dropped. I forgot that was in. a person Yeah, and at the time, like I don't even know what's going on with him now. Has he been canceled? Like I don't.
1: Uh, he's. Just I, don't know. I don't he's know. Probably he's a stand-up Pro- comic, it- right? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like it's it's like who
2: who can keep track? But at the time, he was yeah. like he was a pretty big name, or like a pretty good name to have yeah. on your L.A. bar at least show. Rhymed and he like reached out to a couple shows and they were all like yeah i mean if you got time to come hang out maybe we can book you next time you're in town and it's like what what are you fucking thinking like that's probably the biggest name you're going to get for a while i yeah,
1: mean meanwhile if you were on conan and had like even the worst set ever or you know you have some tv credit you don't yeah, have to do shit yeah it's just about having a TV ask credit. you it's such I'm a i'm gonna start a, lying i that's the fucking shit man of like the year that I was still doing standup after I quit drinking and like was getting better and getting better at it and kind of, and working towards another tour and hopefully recording something. And then, you know, having to take a brief hiatus for a minute and then just watching it, like dry the I fuck wish. up. Like nobody talking to me, nobody saying, Hey, like people that I'd considered close friends for like a decade suddenly just were like, oh, no, these are co-workers at a job I'm being, I'm quitting, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's, it was, it's like, it fucks with you. And yeah. and I couldn't hang out because, you know, for a number of reasons, it was like, oh, are you going to hang out at a bar? Because fuck that. <laughs>
2: like, yeah.
0: I, yeah, no, you know? I fucking, I will not hang out at a bar.
1: Yeah. I, I like, I wasn't drinking and it was like, I don't want to listen to, Three hours of twenty-something dipshits, you know, Talk bat around that. mild homophobia and casual misogyny <laughs> the entire time while I wait to go up to do three minutes to nobody. Yeah, like it up. It was just like I'm not fucking doing that. And but I think the problem is, is that yeah, we just have to like start going where those people aren't. We're forming our own. That's what I do. Communities or whatever, because it's just like. I would hang out and support if it was like in a space that felt comfortable with other safe. people that that weren't like exhausting, yeah, and safe and and where was like a good time.
2: And yeah. it's
0: just I until we have that, I don't know, I don't want to do it. Exactly, I work really hard to try to make places safe and it's hell and it makes me want to explode and what I've found is that I'm only performing really at theaters I'm not performing at bars like I'm only performing in spaces that are fucking for performing yeah period (laughs) like I don't want to hang out with people at bars I don't want to interact with people that are trying to fuck me I don't want to fucking I mean that's everyone but whatever (laughs) I don't want to deal with it any more than I have to. So if I'm at a theater, at least the people that are trying to fuck me are not drunk.
1: True. Well, wow. I don't know. I, I've been drunk. Yeah. At, I've been drunk at a lot of theaters.
0: You know what I'm talking about though? Like I'll no, do my show in the middle of yeah. the day where they don't yeah. serve alcohol. So if you're drunk, that's on you.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, I don't know. I miss it. And I, and I was just wondering, cause I know that all of uh, all three of us have like been in and out of it at different times. And I, was just wondering I what you guys' experience was at the moment with it. because
0: I have huge lulls, and then I'll get booked on like five shows back to back. And it's just what I'm focused on for me is being undeniable. So if I ask someone, they can't say no to me because they don't want to say no to me because I have XYZ that would help yeah. them. And I fucking hate it, and I want to explode all the
2: time.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, that's sort of where I was that – when I was still doing it in LA, was that I had that attitude about it. And then when I moved, it was just like maybe I'll do stand up again just because I don't have to be that way. You know what I mean? Not yeah. that that's a, you. Yeah. You have to be that way in LA. Like you, you have also to. Also can't care
0: at the same time. If you care too much, fuck, you're fucked. It,
1: well, exactly. And that's what I was thinking is like if I'm doing it in a scene where it is, that's not dominated by this industry that is so stressful and so exhausting and so let's evil. Uh, yeah there's not that pressure and there's not those stakes. And I could go and be like, I don't give a fuck. I just wrote like four jokes this week and I want to go t- work them out and see if they make me laugh. And yeah. I don't care I, if anybody else loves it, but now it's just like, yeah, the thought of doing it is like, ugh.
0: what I struggle with a lot is being like, okay, so then do all these assholes just win? We just give them the space. They they just That's, win. <sighs>
1: I, I, yeah, I've had that conversation a lot of times with people, mostly in Twitter DMs, with like the five or six comics that haven't muted me, like when we <laughs> talk about the state of it. And it's like, yeah, they, they, somebody recently, I'm trying to remember who it was, said that in, to me in a conversation of just like, well, we yeah. can't let them win. That's the problem
0: is if we all leave, they
1: take it over. And that's how they got but in the also, first place.
0: To the same point, it's not about fucking winning. None of us ever got in this to win.
2: Oh, I don't think you know? that's true. Yeah. I don't. I don't know that <laughs> no, that's none that, of yeah. us. The true. three yeah, of us true. were
0: not like I'm starting out this journey to fucking win, and that is the problem. Is those assholes do have a mindset of winning, and we were like, we just wanted to have fun and make people laugh. Well, that's the
2: so, thing. Yeah. You kind of have to decide what kind of comic you want to be. Like, you're not gonna get on Conan without being that. Like, that's just yeah. not. No one's gonna like. It's. I mean, it might happen one in every thousand people who are on. A late night talk show where someone's just in the crowd and is like, oh, shit, you're dope. Yeah. I want you to be on TV. But in most cases, you're going to have to be that kind of comic to accomplish those kind of things. And like, yeah, but wanting to be both is unrealistic, I think.
1: Like, that's the thing. I agree with you. And I think we need to abandon that part of it. Like the, the industry apparatus yes. that exists in that space like we need to just walk those of us who don't want to be a part of that and aren't interested in that form of success and aren't interested in being like, I don't know, corporate spokespeople or like virulent transphobes for Netflix or whatever. Like we just abandon that. We walk away from that and start our own shit. Like you Travis has been talking about this in his Instagram stories occasionally about like, you know, the complicity of being a part of that industry. Yeah. And what, it's horrible. what do I won't the rest do of us like- do.
0: Truly, when people ask me about stand-up, I, I know that it seems like I'm joking, but I'm so serious when I say that I do not want to be associated with those people. Yeah, And, like, yeah. <laughs> I have – I'm very um, protective of it right now because I did make fun of it a lot before I kind of subsided to this. But I have found a lot of community and nice people in the clowning community, which – Ne- I never thought I'd be saying. I feel like a couple weeks ago, Adam, I was even like, these fucking clowns are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, I love these fucking clowns. They just want to perform. They don't care about clout. They're not about like pushing each other down to be better. They're just about having the most fun performing and the interaction with the audience. And like, I'm sure that there's fucking gatekeepy clown shit that I'm not aware of yet because it's still But like, <laughs> honestly, It's so ridiculous. They call themselves either clowns or idiots. Like, and so like, (laughs) I don't know. It's just been nice to be around people who actually care about the performance and not care about all of the bullshit industry of it because they're clowns. It's not like they're sucking the dick of any production company. Well, yeah. Yeah. So
1: I think to be a part, like, I mean, all, obviously any cultural movement or institution is going to have shitheads in it because we all exist under Mm -hmm. capitalism and that just breeds shitheads. So Mm -hmm. like there's going to be gatekeepy clowns or abusive clowns or predator clowns, like
2: (laughs) killer clowns (laughs) from outer
1: space. space. Um, Like, yeah, but I, I feel like you find the people that are actually dedicated to the fuck it, let's do it of it all in those like cultural mediums that are not let's face it that are like a little archaic or a little obscure or not that don't have a mainstream field for success like
0: yeah clowns aren't getting netflix shows like i'm not gonna lie to you i took a two-day clown intensive with the the late great chad damiani and it fucking changed my life i'll say it like i was like fucking so burnt on performing so burnt on everything and i did it and it was the fucking best shit ever because he just dunks on all of it the whole fucking time and it's like exactly what you think a shitty acting or comedy class would be with an asshole teacher but he's leaning into it and the whole thing's a bit it's fucking incredible
1: That's awesome. So, like you know
0: the thing the shitty thing of like when you go around the room in a circle and say your name and say why you're here or whatever the fuck in every yeah. class ever he'll like do that and then you know like the test of it was anyone listening and like name everyone who just said their thing and why they're here he'll do shit like that but then he'll be like okay a uh, person in the middle now rank everyone well, who you think is going to most be the most successful to worst successful in the class Nice. And reorder everyone. <laughs> and that's, it's that's so that's devious. funny because it puts that's everyone RuPaul at shit. a certain level that they're like, ah, uh, fuck. It's really yeah. funny.
2: I like that.
1: Well, yeah, cl- that's what clowns are about—shaking shit up. Let's go on a clown.
2: Tour. Our, Let's class, all.
1: I don't really, know if I ever told you. Go
0: ahead.
1: What? Oh, I was gonna say. I don't know if I ever told you. this. I almost dropped out of college to go to clown school when I was like, I think Maybe twenty, nineteen, twenty. That school. area. I my body couldn't take it now. Oh, yeah. It is
0: very, it's way more physical. Very than physical I did yeah. like scream wrestling. so loud that my voice hurt.
1: Yeah. I sat in on a tumbling class at the clown college in San Francisco once for a little bit just to watch. And it was like, ama- I mean, it was amazing, but it was also like, like uh, my knees are wrecked already. I don't know.
0: <laughs> King yeah. clown, clown daddy. Chad is like ripped. He's like fucking so ripped. It's crazy. Clowns are strong.
2: Yeah, I like that idea that like people give clowns so much shit, but just push it enough sometime and you're going to get born supremacied by a fucking clown in you know, a goddamn <laughs> bar. Just get punched I 15 like, times before you even realize you're getting punched. He's,
0: he's going to be they on a headset like, communicating. They also like willingly mentor each other, which is something that you never see in stand-up. They're like Dude, kind so- and help each other
1: so much of the history of clowning is like rooted in like anarchist politics like
0: yes so like much the of it, it like clowns that all this shit Dario was Foe. they're all fucking psycho anarchists
1: yeah yeah so much of it is about like collectivism it's it's great
0: i'm into it and i like I really was being a hater because uh, it's so easy to be like, I feel like the same kind of mentality with like any astrology stuff is what I had towards clowning. And then when I was like, if I look at it a little closer, okay, this is maybe fun and gives me hope. Fuck.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: it's People will dunk on, people will dunk on anything ventriloquism or magicians or, you know, it's like, but then you, you like meet a magician. I mean, I don't know. There's creepy magicians. Yeah, and there's probably shitty ventriloquists. Like yeah, Jeff Dunham everybody. is terrible.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah but, but magic itself, I if you know how to do that shit, that's cool. I'm sorry. Like I don't It's so cool. Like yeah. I understand it's not real. Like I get that there is there are there is trickery involved, but like go look at that <laughs> clip of Harrison Ford pulling his card out of a fucking <laughs> sealed orange yeah. that was on his yeah. counter and telling David Blaine to get the fuck out of his house. Get like, out. Oh, that's cool
0: <laughs> as shit to be able it's to- It's incredible. If, it really yeah. comes down to if you're a good performer, it's a good show. And like so many stand-up comics are not good performers and I'd rather fucking peel my skin off and tear my eyes out than ever see them again.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: because Because it's an art form that requires so little of the performer to do. Like, you don't have to have any formal training. It's literally just you get up on a stage, you have a microphone, and you talk. Like, there's nothing else to it. So if you have unearned confidence or if you're a psychopath of some sort, <laughs> like, it's super appealing, especially to narcissists because it's not collaborative. And it exists in this framework, this context of an industry that is, like, manufactured competition. And so it's, it really appeals to psychopaths and narcissists. And it, yep. it's
2: it's really the easiest form of entertainment. Like... I yes. when I was you on. Don't the, have to do you, shit. Shit. you don't have to learn dancing. When I was on the Portugal the man tour, I was talking to Kyle, the keyboard player, and he was like, Man, I don't know how you get up there without like an <laughs> instrument to hide behind or something. And it's like, oh, you got that all backwards. Like what you do yeah, is hard. Like this. And we're talking about a dude who sings and plays two different fucking keyboards with different hands. And at the like, same you time, he's amazing. And he's like, How do you just get up there and talk? And it's like, because all I have to do is get up there and talk. Like yeah. that, that yeah, that's yeah, a pretty like, low, low <laughs> barrier of entry. I just need someone to hand me a microphone, and that's it. Yeah. People like,
1: will be like, How how do you do that? It's so naked, it's so raw, you're so vulnerable. And it's like, <laughs> it's so easy. It's so, it's so easy. lazy.
0: When um like, I was like, Announced that I was running the first run of my hour. Everyone was like, oh, an hour is a really long time. Like, how are you going to do that? And I was like, I talk for an hour most days. What do you fucking mean? It's so easy. Yeah. <laughs> if I had no material, I could get up there and talk for an hour. Like, it was nothing. Yeah,
2: yeah an hour shouldn't be that hard if you're a comedian. Yeah. Like,
0: Here's this, well,
1: this no. is the thing. Yeah, It's 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 an easy thing. It's not a difficult thing to do. It's a very difficult thing to do well yes um for a lot of reasons but it's yeah not if you're but yeah (laughs) not not if you put in your 10k hours baby yeah Which I almost God. certainly have uh, not. Other than that but For
0: me, that's so sad.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what numbers are. So 10k <laughs> hours, sure. What is that? A day? Four yeah. days? Something like that? Six yeah. months? I don't know. Twenty I years? Born, I don't know.
0: And then my parents were like, "Time to be in the modeling industry." So I've been performing way too long. Yeah, yeah. I, I hosted it. Oh, me a- too.
1: I, I had to mask. I had to mask mental disorders. So <laughs> that's performance.
0: <laughs> that's the same thing.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I was a telemarketer. That counts. Exactly. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Honestly, all corporate jobs are performance art at yeah, this point. It's so sad. Dude, yeah. You just if, have to be a whole different ev- person, robot. Yeah.
1: If you've ever worked in customer service, you you could probably win an Oscar.
0: You've logged your 10k hours in acting for sure. Yeah, and you deserve that Oscar. <laughs> working
2: customer service yeah. sucks. Yes.
1: We all de- look. We all deserve Oscars because Oscars are meaningless.
0: So I threw a laptop at a wall once working for Hulu.
2: Oh, I mean that's that's a transition.
0: I couldn't act anymore. I'm not that good of an actor. I'm only a good performer, and what a performance that was.
2: Because I was going to say, I know people were probably expecting us to get into the anarchist leanings of the clown industry on this. Oh yeah. (laughs) So maybe we should switch it up and talk about something. What what else do we got? You have any? I feel like that was Andy's (laughs) first thing, and it took us. I have a thing. Jen, what do you got? Yeah,
1: that was my first thing. I got a whole
2: list here.
0: (laughs) Jack so
2: this is feel so, about this is so good for me I haven't had to do shit exactly How do you guys feel
0: about any of the like um AA and a off AA spin-offs of everything like all of the anonymous all of the <sighs> I'm I'm into I'm just curious because I just learned about a bunch of different ones Well, I and mean I'm
2: anonymous listening. as as an in internet organization that takes down the cyber hackers crooked politicians <laughs> no. and pedophiles love them. One of the first Whoa. outfits to follow me I'm back on Blue Sky. So shout out to that, which is also a little alarming. You set up the account and immediately Anonymous is like on it. It's like, what? Wait, we're friends. Yes,
0: I, I am talking about this instead. <laughs> what? No, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm joking. Uh, but, How do
0: we feel about it? Because uh, the 12 step program, I think, helps a lot of people, but I do think it's kind of culty.
2: Yeah, well,
1: it's it's like anything that's organized around you know, God things that are so heavily defining as to be conflated with identity, you know, or sense of mm-hmm. self. Like, yeah. like addiction is is it gets, it's deep, you know. I think it's a complicated, complex thing, and I think that like you know, I, I've seen it do wonders for a lot of people. I've also seen it like fail a lot of people. I've Me also too, seen and I it, feel like
0: that part is not talked about that much. Yeah,
1: I've I've also seen it be work for people, but then slowly turn them into monsters. Let me uh, see if I can. F- who
0: think that everything is an addiction?
1: Everything. Well, yeah, they, well, they, and they start to form it. Like really, I find that it really encourages like, what's that called? Apophenia or, um, you know, mistaking things for mistaken coincidence for part of a pattern. Uh, oh. And so like they get really heavy into conspiracy theories because everything has like a higher intellectual a creation behind it. So, like, yeah, I've seen people go into AA and it worked really well for them. And then, like, within a few years, they're like, you know, hey, did you know about the lizard people? <laughs> yeah, because like, oh, God. Uh,
0: I feel like it can breed the weirdest mentality. Yeah. But I'm sure but, it helps a lot of people. And I
1: think that's, it's like anything, it, it it, you know, it can be used for good or ill. There's a, I
0: just think the government's deeply involved in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because uh um, the lizard people are deeply involved the lizard
0: in people no because i learned that you frequently will get like um when you have a drinking or drug offense but it's not something that you do time for Dude. like being under the influence that they mandate um a.a. meetings yeah and Dude, i'm like I- how is that anonymous <laughs> They will, they'll mandate AA
1: meetings and they'll mandate classes and seminars and things. And I, I can't go into the proper nouns and details of it, obviously, but like I've been exposed to like some of the things that are like court and state mandated regarding addiction, like some Mm -hmm. of the teaching materials they use. And it's like deeply problematic shit. It's like, it's certain, it's like a lot of it's very moral majority, very, Mm -hmm. uh, right wing, like Christian founded upon like apocryphal bullshit, like false information and data. Like it's moral panic shit in a lot of cases. And it's really like, and it's harmful because you're taking people who are, have addiction problems and putting them into this thing where it's like, you know, Hey, here's, here's a bunch of conservative, extremely conservative talking points about how you should be living your life. And it's court mandated. So if you don't, you know, if you don't willfully engage with God,
2: well, yeah. Yeah. It's also, One of those things where it's kind of like the Boy Scouts, where for the longest time, and I think still, the Boy Scouts, just because they needed people to volunteer, would just let any fucking single dude in his yeah. 30s be like, yeah, I'll take that group of young boys out to the woods with me. And people were getting molested and raped for decades and decades and decades. And the Boy Scouts had files on all this. I'll wait for the Actually, no, I won't. (laughs) The the, Police are going to shut my point down or whoever that is suffering a medical emergency. I'm very sorry. I live very close to a hospital, so that's sad. Probably probably (laughs) an ambulance. But there's a documentary out there called The 13th Step that is about Mm -hmm. exactly this thing, like all of these concerns with AA. And there's a lot of, if you can believe it, predatory behavior in A.A. where someone will be like, oh, yeah, I'm your sponsor. And it'll be like a a young single mother who is, you know, at her most vulnerable. She's hit rock bottom. She's coming out of it. And there's this person who's like, hey, I've been in A.A. for 25 years. I can guide you through this young lady. And then he just turns out to be a fucking sex creep. And like you just get exposed to that.
1: Just like in stand
2: up. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Like it's the same uh, kind of thing where there's no HR and people do it because they need guidance in their life and sometimes they're ex- exposed to harmful people in that yep. environment and the, the the key
0: is to walk away. Take your community elsewhere. Yes. Yep. Also, I just feel like a lot of times it breeds a mentality that everything that's wrong in your life is therefore an addiction you should stop. And I yeah, just I- don't agree with that. No, again, there are like
1: there are like groups that aren't AA affiliated that are like that take some of the pages from the AA book or you know use some of the same kind of techniques but abandon some of the others. It's kind of like religion. It's like you have your people that are orthodox and then your offshoots that don't agree yeah. with it. Like and so I've seen people like find really good community through recovery groups, but there's also yeah, there's the toxic ones with, that are full of shitheads that are gonna be like you know also like yeah wasn't there that the story about the teen alcoholic remember that it was in the i want to say the 60s or 70s where there was like a teenage alcoholic who uh was like a big news story and she was a big part of aa but then it turned out her whole story was kind of bullshit oh um (laughs) she just wanted friends that were adults i mean i want to say it was something like the parents in the group used her like she was she was like you know, experimenting with drinking at a young age because sometimes you do that. But she wasn't like a full-blown alcoholic. But they had this whole narrative. I feel like I should shut up because I don't know all the details, <laughs> and I might be, I might be misinformed. I was like, I feel
0: like you're just talking about me in high
2: school. Yeah, I didn't do AA. <laughs> yeah, that that thirteenth step documentary. I mean, I'm talking
1: about a lot of my friends in high school. That thirteenth yeah.
2: step documentary goes into a bunch of the. Alternatives that are out there because that's the thing I think people don't know. It's like it's not like AA is the only yeah. outfit. Well, that that's is I think the trying thing to help that people.
0: I found strange is that a organization that's largely based in a higher power of God is being government mandated. Yeah, that seems ishy to me. And yeah, then that when is, I look yeah, at the that literature sucks. that they have people filling out for their first times. It's like your fear inventory and like that just seems so scary. (laughs) I mean, filling out a fear
2: inventory is my fear. Yeah, that is cult shit (laughs) in a lot of ways. Like that is what
0: like that. If I'm signing up for something and you have I have to now list everything I'm scared of. What are you using that information for? Yeah.
2: Or if they're like list everything bad you've ever done. It's like, yeah, what's that Uh, list? Everything
0: that scares you. Um, give me all of your time. Uh, I, I need to keep track of everything you've done, <laughs> kind of shit. But then
1: there's there's organizations that do stuff like that where it's like, well, this information doesn't go anywhere. Like it's just for you to hold on to. Like it's a workbook, right. so that you are writing these things out for yourself and your own use. Right. And yeah, there are like there like I said, there's plenty of groups that aren't specifically AA. And as far as government mandated shit, man, like there's so much creepy fascist right-wing nonsense that gets government mandated you know yes. for court ordery shit and I it's cuz
2: we're a I'm right-wing not country to talk shit
0: on AA. i think that a lot of people benefit from it and i think that a lot of the higher power stuff in most of the groups these days becomes just whatever you decide is your higher power whatever yeah. you like need to view as a higher power but i don't know i just think It's interesting when you see someone who's successfully recovered and then they start to decide that other bad things in their lives are just addictions. And I'm like, I don't think that everything can be just an addiction if it's a bad part of your life. I think that there's struggles in every day that you don't need 12 steps to fix everything.
1: Well, and also the larger context is some things can't be fixed. And we all live in a capitalist society and a right under a right wing government that is doing bad things to us constantly. So it's like, you know, you what's the thing? You can't self help your way out of capitalism. You can't like recovery group your way out of like the shitty living conditions that people are forced into, especially marginalized Mm -hmm. people like. Yeah. And Adam, you're right. We live in a right. We have a right wing fucking government.
2: Oh, we sure do. Uh, I don't yep. give a yeah.
1: shit who's president. They're all
0: right wing. They are. Yeah. We've There's been no, a it's right insane wing. insane that we have two parties that they think they're different.
2: Yeah. We've been a right wing government for a long, long time. And, uh, yeah. Ve- yeah.
0: Yeah. There are and like secular
2: are. recovery
1: groups and shit out there that don't do the higher power stuff and are more like community based and, you know, work with people on their level. And of course, we all need therapy. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's also just the thing is I feel like a lot of people can't afford therapy. And so these groups are free.
1: Yeah. yeah, That's another thing. Like sometimes, sometimes also sometimes what it comes down to is you just need someone else to listen to your shit sometimes. Yeah. Like and stand that, up. And I think
0: is a really yeah. valuable thing is the fact that you can go to any of these meetings and someone will hear you, which I think is really yeah. valuable. Um, yeah. I also think that a common thing that I'm realizing lately when I'm trying to help others who are going through mental health struggles. And, like, don't have the resources to figure it out is you almost need therapy and medication to get therapy and medication. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the great. so difficult. And they make it so difficult. And so, like, I'm usually more than willing to help people because I've already done that. And so I'm like, okay, because I've done it and I know that you cannot physically in your brain, I will help you find a phone number or make a phone call for you. And it's just so difficult when you're in that space.
2: And- I will, as someone who's had experience with it, I got a DUI a long, long time ago. And to get my California license, I had to take like classes here. And I mean, in defense of AA, there are AA groups like there's there's levels to them. There's like the really Mm -hmm. intense ones where you show up and everyone's expected to talk. And detail what their week was like, and all this shit. And then there's some where the people get that this is just court mandated shit that you maybe don't really want to do, I and they're quietly. And yeah, those are there are meetings where you just show up and listen. Which, I mean, it, in terms of it being court mandated, like at least if if you're in that situation, know you have. That option where you can seek out also, the I meetings guess where you just to that fucking point, sit there. if you are
0: just even sitting there, you're hearing people's stories, and that's gonna prevent you mentally, hopefully, from making the same mistakes as all the people around you that are talking about it. And yeah. so, like, that I think is actually valuable. I'm not even saying that I think it's all trash or to throw it away or anything. I just think this is all interesting.
2: Yeah. And it's, not, it's obviously <laughs> helped. It's helped people I know. So, I mean, it's obviously yeah. not all. Bad. Oh, yeah. I've seen it
1: really help some people. Um, yeah, same. Totally.
2: We had but, a podcast on the network for a long time hosted by someone who was helped very much by 12 step programs. It was called, yeah. I think that it helps questions. a lot
0: of people. And I love that it helps a lot of people. And I don't think that there are a lot of problems with AA as a whole. I think that, like A-A with A-hole. exactly what we're saying with stand up, is that there's just bad people in every. Fucking vicinity that will take advantage of other people, and it's just hard to identify those people because narcissists are so pro. Yeah, yeah. Well, and some people, yeah, it's
2: uh, oh, I yeah. have a question. <sighs> What's your question?
0: Do you guys yeah. okay? So, I'm kind of like, I do think that for a long time I was uh, just attracting people that were narcissists, like in general, <sighs> and I've been like shedding a lot of that. Do you guys think that? If you're a narcissist, you question being a narcissist because I feel like a lot of people I talk to are like, I don't know, am I a narcissist? And I, I heard that if you consider being a narcissist, you're probably not a narcissist because they would be like, I would never be a narcissist. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. sounds like
1: one of those things that like people say, just cause it kind of sounds nice. Like it <laughs> right? makes sense. I'm like, I, I feel
0: like you can wonder and still be a narcissist. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I think it's like anything. I mean, I'm not a psychotherapist. I don't have any professional schooling in this area, but like, I don't know. I think it's like anything where it's like a spectrum, you know, I feel like, Mm. I feel like, you know, there are certain qualities that probably, you know, just come with your your socialization. We've all decided to talk
0: into a microphone for a living. So what are we? Right, right. Like we're
1: privileged people living in, you know, the, the one of the most wealthy superpowers in the world like there's gonna that privilege is just on its own and then not to mention racial privilege or gender privilege or whatever that that like also brings some like i'm the main character of shit to the party like
2: yeah just sidebar jen gender privilege would be a great name for a podcast if you were to ever watch one oh but just with j-e-n-n you know
0: what's really fucked up oh right
2: with like your name is what i'm saying
0: yeah i get it i get it when i i'm really glad that what i when i first made my tiktok account i had it as genocide and i'm so glad i changed that genocide jen Just Jen Osai. (laughs) It was so, (laughs) it was so, and I like was looking at some old videos the other day and I was like, wow, really glad I changed that fucking name. Holy shit.
2: Yeah. That was a good choice. But also it was a good choice back then. It was kind of a fun name.
0: I mean, it was a very offensive choice overall to do in the first place. I mean, it's a, you know. Wordplay. Am I right?
2: Wordplay. Yeah. It's, it's a word. You're right. Wordplay is offensive. Definition.
0: Wordplay's so offensive.
2: Yeah. Do we want to talk about genocide at all? It's it's hot right now. It's not Yeah, it
1: sure is.
0: Hate it. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah. Hate it. Not not a fan. Not Kinda too- wish we could do something to organize and uh overthrow other people that are uh, currently engaged in genocide. Yeah. Yep. Multiple yeah. in multiple parts of the world. That's the other thing. Yep. There are so several many. genocides happening simultaneously and they're all basically caused by the same institutional force. Yes.
2: Us. Yeah, that was. that. <laughs> Hello
0: to our yeah. FBI
2: agents. That was the point yeah. of our Thanksgiving episode. We just did a full on genocide episode and it ended up going up <laughs> right when the ceasefire happened and God, things change quick. Like. Even by that point, yeah, I, I feel like things in terms of the U.S. media are even sort of turning against Israel and the way they are responding. But also, it's like, what's that going to do? Like, it's not going to, yeah, change. It's, like it, it seems like such an unstoppable force that's happening. No, we
1: have a White House that is. We have a White House that is basically dug all the way in and is not going to waver on it. It seems. Yeah, Uh, And yeah, the media machine is turning around because the propaganda can't work anymore (laughs) because we're seeing too much.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I read an interesting article the other day about plans for Gaza after the war ends. And it seems like one, that is only going to happen when Hamas is eliminated entirely. Quote, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... The U.S. and Israel super duper disagree on what it's going to look like after. Cause Israel's like, we're going to be there. Like we're, there's probably going to be a buffer zone between the border and the rest of the people in Gaza. And then we're just going to keep a military presence there. And the U.S. is like, Oh, we wish you wouldn't. Like it would be cool if you didn't do Maybe. that. And then also if you could like, put the Palestinian authority back in power, give them some sort of representation again. And Israel's like, nope, not going to do that. And it's like, no, you, you, it's like, you nurtured that going to end.
1: You nurtured a settler colonial ethno state with ludicrous military aid for decades, encouraging a, a government that moved further to the right every, every cycle And produced its own version of Donald Trump with imperial ambitions. Like it's off the leash now. Like you, this is we have created a fascist superpower because we wanted a military outpost in that region, and look what's going to happen. Like it is just mask off ethnic cleansing, the the extermination and or complete permanent displacement of a civilian population who has been living more or less as political prisoners for 75
0: fucking years. Yeah. Uh, Why sorry. y'all doing what, what happened to y'all? Why y'all doing what happened to y'all? I don't fucking get it. Yeah. Well,
1: because that's the thing is it's not even about it's Judaism. It's not even about faith. It's not even about that because no. Israel has treated Holocaust survivors like shit for decades. Like,
2: mm-hmm. well, I, I brought this up on the Thanksgiving episode too. It is so eerily reminiscent of 9-11 because yep. it's, I mean, it, it was an act of terror that killed lots and lots and lots of people. And of course, people are going to have an emotional response to that. But like, it can't be what our response was in the United States, which was a whole segment of the population decided, yeah. oh, Muslims are bad and they are and I'm- the enemy. Like,
1: I don't want to defend the United States' actions in the wake of 9-11 in any way, but this is even worse because this is as if it was like, this is like if during 9-11 the Bush administration sent military fighter jets to take out the planes that were going to crash into the building and then ended up destroying a bunch of other buildings and killing a bunch of other civilians that were not in danger at all. Like Because that's, well, not, not in danger, but that's what Israel did on October 7th. And so... Like, also, the U.S. doesn't have compulsory mandatory military service the way Israel does. Yeah. So, like, whatever. I don't want to.
2: <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. This whole episode could be this. And, yeah, uh, no, we could talk about it's, this for But forever. Like, what else are you, you going to say? land on it's, the same Yeah, genocide. That's, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, there's people out there who are like, man, if you're not talking about this all the time, like, are you even talking? And it's like.
1: Yeah. And ugh, like, fuck, I that. mean, to I a degree, I get that. it because there are a lot of people, but there are a lot of people that aren't talking about it at all. And right. that's I, know, and I hate those are the that. people that need to hear this. Yeah. But I also agree. Well, it's okay. like I've been but talking about it. I don't know what the fuck else to say.
2: But it's also like, right. It's not right. I don't know. Like a lot of people don't know about it. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think I think it might be all right, just that so many people are listening, like because this is.
0: And I also think that the censorship censorship issue has gotten so out of hand with it. Um, I have been trying to talk about it. And whenever I do, my views get cut. And it is so much so that it has affected
2: my income. But it's also not that no one's talking about it. Like I saw a clip fucking right. Jake Tapper on CNN was talking to someone but from people, the IDF.
0: People and was- are getting deleted from Instagram for talking too much about Palestine. Like that is actively happening and they're trying to pass bills to make it illegal that uh, any of us can criticize Israel or Zionism. So that's what's ultimately extremely con- like concerning to me about the being able to talk about it. We take for granted that we even can talk about it. So maybe we should be louder before they take that nope. away.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Be, well, it's the people with that privilege and that platform that should be talking about it because, yeah, you can't, I don't know, my 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 stories views are, like, in the fucking gutter. Like, not that I, that's a thing oh, I've yeah. ever given a shit about.
0: Mine's cut but, in like, half I, from staying yeah. Palestine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and so, but the thing is, is that enough of it has gotten out there and enough mm-hmm. of, like, the biases have been exposed that, like, you can't put a lid on it. Yeah. And that kind of gives me hope I mean, it's it's a sad thing to say, like, it kind of gives me hope while, uh, like, you know, journalists, children, infrastructure, hospitals are all being fucking targeted for mass destruction. You know, it, it's a weird thing to say, like, oh, yeah, I get a little hope while that's happening, but people are seeing it and people can't really look away from it. And even the arguments that I've had, you know, people who are on the Zionist side of things, like in my DMS occasionally where it's like, well, you, they, they they just fall back to the things that don't make any sense. Right. They fall back to the like, well, it's complicated. They fall back because they, they know that they can't justify what's happening. Yeah. And I think that's the key is like, people are being like, well, no, don't engage them about discourse. Don't engage them about like things like, from the river to the sea or two state solution or whatever the fuck, like, or the fact that they always say Hamas's charter says we're here to kill Jews when it most certainly does not Yeah, like they, ju- they can't justify the, the consequence. If you, if you, if you don't talk about the discourse and you're just like, okay, discourse aside, you have a government that is, you cannot deny is carpet bombing hospitals and schools and refugee camps and w- children are being pulled from the rubble. Like, you can't deny that. That's that's what's happening, so try to justify that. Like, how does any mm-hmm. of what you're saying equal what this is, you know? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Like, I it's uh, even say, I like, do know what's really fucking going on. Go on Snapchat maps and yeah. go fucking to Gaza and go look at the fucking Snapchat mm-hmm. stories of people. Up until the internet got cut off, I was doing that. I mean, at this know, point... Going on, I just didn't trust any reporting.
2: Like, at this point you can just fucking watch CNN and see people questioning this. Well, I was about to mention, I saw a video of fucking Jake Tapper the other day talking to someone from the IDF in this, this guy, this IDF representative was like, listen, I know we've been, you know, dropping bombs and doing air raids and things, but it's all been in the North. And we told people to get out. And this was in response to Jake Tapper bringing up that a colleague's, like, family members died in these air raids. And the dude was like, well, like, not the victim blame, but we did tell people to leave the North. And Jake Tapper was like, yeah, now you're bombing the South. Like, you can't tell people Mm -hmm. to leave the North.
1: Yeah, it's crazy then that, yeah, like, institutions like CNN are turning. Because, like, Tapper, not that long ago, was basically... Basically, an Israeli mouthpiece in a lot of ways. And, and here's the
2: thing that doesn't you know, make, even
1: the NYT. I've been seeing infographics from the NYT, New York Times, that are like talking about it, and it's, it's like the New York T- really
2: okay. And it's like that doesn't make Jake Tapper an anti-Semite to question how this war no. is going. And I, I also, I mean, but I also think there are there is some element where people on the left are overthinking it when defending Palestine, like one example, there was this professor at, I think Pennsylvania university who like someone was grilling her about harassment, harassment of Jewish people on college campuses, which is absolutely happening. And fuck that too. Like that's not good. Like this shouldn't turn into anti-Semitism here, but apparently there had been people like calling for the, outright genocide of Jewish people, which I mean, that's obviously not the path this should take.
0: They stay doing that though. People stay. But doing also that. like who, yeah. But like aside from the usual
1: suspects, who is doing that? You know what I mean? Like,
2: well, yeah, yeah. but here's the thing. Mm, when, point. when this uh, professor uh, was, group wait, was wait, exposed wait, wait. for putting, go at him. When Sorry. this professor was asked about it, the, the woman asking the question was like, you'll concede at least that that's harassment. And the woman was like, Well, that's context based.
0: No, it's not. Just say yes. No, it isn't. Just also, say yes. I can break it down real easy. I could break it down real like, easy for you. It's it's not what? like that doesn't mean what you... about Judaism ever aligns with genocide of people?
2: Well, also, it doesn't mean you don't support Palestine if you say yes, we shouldn't be calling for the entire the extermination of an entire race of people. Like those two things <laughs> yeah, can
0: it's just not Judaism. Nobody is actually ideals that align with anything that Israel's doing. Andy, so why would it
2: be Jewish people? That's what I'm saying. Like, so why yeah. not just say yes? Of course that's harassment.
1: Yeah. Exa- well, exactly. Exactly. People dig in and people whatever. Like the discourse becomes the discourse. And that's that's the thing that sucks about it. Because it's the right, is the right, all the right has to do is. Also, if you're listening to the Anti Defamation League at all in any capacity, you're not getting any information that's worth listening to because they're calling Doctors Without Borders anti Semitic. That's pretty wild. They're saying that Doctors Without Borders is Hamas affiliated. And it's like, okay, fuck off.
0: Wow. I will say this: What we did, though, is exactly what you should be doing: is talking about stuff that list makes people listen and is fun and is different, whatever. And then at the back end, you're fucking talking about this. That's what I've been seeing the most successful, <laughs> yeah. like meme accounts and shit, doing to raise awareness: is like a bunch of silly slides, and then up oh, the back half is all about Palestine. Yeah. So just yeah. keep doing that if you can. Like, be a little trickster. Really fucking. Get in there, you know. The louder we are while we can talk about it, the better, because it's getting very frightening how few people oppose the bills that they're trying to pass and make it illegal for us to criticize these things.
2: Yeah. So anyway, should we yeah. should end on something a little upbeat, huh? What else you got, Andy? What hey, kind what? of what kind of happy shit did you bring? Good news report, twenty twenty three. You
1: thought I brought happy shit? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. I don't know. I was going to be like, Hey, is there anything you did this year that you're proud of or anything next year that you're looking forward to? Oh, sure. Uh,
0: I am working on my hour and it's going to be really fun. It's still, it is really fun Um, and I'm doing it at a clown theater. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I don't know. I had a, I had a pretty rough year, Uh, medical stuff, mostly financial stuff. And I'm, I feel like I'm pulling out of it and I'm looking forward to next year. I feel like I've been just kind of coasting this year because I've been in pain a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been rough, but Hey, yeah,
1: I don't, I haven't had a year as rough as yours. I don't think, but I've also had a pretty, like some medical stuff, some health stuff, some uh, pet dying, et cetera.
2: Yeah. Oh. But, I mean I did some cool shit. I almost shit. got evicted. That's not good. I did some no, cool shit. I went to I went to Paisley Park with Andy and my wife. Hell yeah, that was that was great. Yeah. We saw Prince's house. Yeah, that's I was gonna bring that up when we were having the comedy discussion. Like me and Andy were like, should we do should we do some shows? When I'm out when there.
0: When the fuck did this happen?
2: And it's like, nah, let's just fucking. When were you here? Let's go to Paisley Park and fucking. No, I wasn't oh, there. Adam was here. I was oh. in the Midwest. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah, it was like, shit. oh, we could do some shows in South Dakota. We could do some in Minneapolis. And we were like, yeah. let's go to a haunted house instead. Actually, two. We yeah, went let, to Prince's house, go, which is the first well, haunted house. And then one at the Mall of America <laughs> also. Yeah.
1: Cute. Yeah, it was nice. It was like a one of that the highlights good. of my year, actually.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was. Aw, it was it was a fun. I was I was there very briefly, but we got yeah we got a lot of hanging out in, and I got yeah, to we watch got some
1: solid hangs in.
2: I got to watch a Bears game with my friend Grady. Shout out to Grady if he's listening. I hadn't seen him in one thousand years. Whoa, yeah. you guys are old. Yeah, crazy, crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, nice. What do you what's up? But I have yeah. another question. Do you guys <laughs> what, like holiday movies? What I mean
2: you know, depends. I am I've always been notoriously kind of against Christmas music. Like I'm not same. against I, I'm not against it. I'm not mad at people who enjoy it, but it's just it's not my thing. Like I don't seek it out. Mm-hmm. But I will rewatch the same holiday movies every year. Dude. And I yeah like I'll I'll Amen. watch well I'll watch Christmas Vacation every year uh,
1: solid yeah
2: I still like Silent Night Deadly Night even though that shit got pulled from theaters after five days for being a little what? problematic
1: Silent- <laughs> I fucking love Silent Night Deadly Night that's like one of my favorite movies I watch it every year I will actually I watch multiple entries from that series every year
0: what happened it's uh, <laughs> A oh, a bunch of, it was it was, it was,
1: it was no, it was, look, Reagan was president.
0: Yeah. Like it was oh, 1984. Okay. I was not alive. A bunch
1: of fucking busy bodies in the Midwest were like Santa killing people. No, not on our watch. And it's like Santa <laughs> killing people is not a new concept.
2: I mean, he commits um, a pretty brutal rape early up top too.
1: Well, but yeah, that's not the, that's not the, that's not the one killer Santa. It's a different killer Santa. <laughs> right,
0: oh, okay. Well, if it's that.
1: a different one, yeah. then it's fine. Yeah. Well, he's a bad guy. We it's know what, that he's a bad guy. He's,
2: it's what makes not the, the good other guy killer Santa. It's what makes it the sounds other, like the prequel to, to bad Santa. <laughs> I did like bad, really Santa, bad Santa also. That was yeah, bad Santa. What was the one, one you said
0: before that though? What was the one that you said? Oh, uh, uh, uh. Christmas vacation.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Christmas yeah, vacation. Great, right. uh, yeah, it's, it's so one. fun. Also, what? Why am I blanking on the sorority? Like that the Christmas? Yes, that fucking predates Halloween. Good movie. By yeah, like four years. Yeah, it's, that's that's um, a really good damn. Christmas slasher film. Yeah,
1: I I, I, I get a big. I love horror Christmas horror movies. Ho- yeah. Holiday slashers, big fan of them, and I, I watch a bunch of them every year and. Oh, there's a new one. Oh that's yeah what what, I what do you got
0: did see and remember speaking of holiday slashers i saw eli ross thanksgiving so at vista I. which is fucking brand new quentin tarantino bought it and revamped it and it's fucking awesome it is so okay. slay i know we have bad feelings about him whatever he killed reopening that movie theater
1: <laughs> i mean that's i missed it that theater out of the and i'm, park. I'm I'm glad that, that theater reopened. I'm not a fan of Tarantino owning it. Uh, what did you well, think of Thanksgiving? Has, hated Thanksgiving. Snack Thanksgiving. Bar,
0: really? It's got all of the fucking OG or OG movie snacks, but then also every size, every kind of every Kit Kat bar, like every flavor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like just like the perfect amount of old meets new kind of shit. It was very, it was a great experience, and that movie was fun.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fun I, too. I, I I I thought it was boring as fuck.
0: <laughs> really, I thought it was. Sorry. fun. I liked the beginning <laughs> and then whatever. I liked
1: the beginning. I liked how it started. I was expecting it to be. I wanted be more entertaining, gore the least. whole
0: time. I will say, yeah, it was. Yeah, like, exactly. And yeah. also, I don't. I don't know. The beginning and end was great. The middle, I will say, I did have boring moments. And also, someone yeah. was trying to give me popcorn, and I was like, I don't want any more popcorn. Hate that. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Hate it. Give it to me. I'll take it. I'll never say I don't want any more okay, popcorn. Okay, well, you can
0: come next time.
1: My biggest weakness. Yeah, let's go see Thanksgiving again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't hate it. I didn't uh, like it, but you'll just go for the popcorn.
2: I just, yeah. Uh, people who follow me on Blue Sky, which I think is most people who listen to this and just most people in general will know that I I just get on there more, huh? I just ski. Let's make blue sky a thing. I mean, we should, that's the the only site I actually use. Like Twitter is, I keep forgetting about it. (laughs) And I just, uh, that's the problem. I just posted a thing questioning how it took this long for there to be a horror movie called. It's a wonderful knife, which is on (laughs) shutter right now. Like, how did that yeah. not happen a long time ago? Is anyone yeah. using threads?
0: Because no, I no. hate it there. Not I trying. hate no it there. And what right. I do on threads is post Hoobastank lyrics to the reason. I just <laughs> copy and paste. <laughs> if I remember threads exists, I will open it and just copy paste as much as I can of that song. <laughs>
1: Instagram keeps trying to get me to join threads. Yeah. And every time I'm like, I'm not I doing it. I regret that man. I did. I'm not doing it.
2: Yeah. I, I can't. I'm, I'm fine with blue sky. I like it. I like the lack of interaction you get for the most part. It's great. If you want to post stuff and see 10 likes as success. It's great. <laughs> that's
0: that's <laughs> 10 successful. Likes? I will say. I, think I've, I don't know if I've cracked six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't even know if I've cracked 10 likes on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> i'm extremely uh, shadow banned on like every platform though i'm constantly just
2: i've taken to know. calling it twitter currently known as x because every <laughs> fucking right. magazine article is like on x formerly known as twitter it's like formerly Twitter. No, yeah.
0: shut oh up oh my god we're all dead naming x okay
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Fu- yeah, it's not. Elon, fucking doesn't, pronouns. Even Elon doesn't even respect pronouns or preferred names. So yeah, fuck no.
0: Him. So fuck his new name.
2: Yeah, I don't have to respect that. That's different.
0: No, I just thought it was no. a funny thing to say. Well, I, like Prancer. I was Prancer is. <laughs> what is Prancer?
1: Prancer is one of my. It's my favorite non-horror holiday movie, Christmas movie.
2: Oh, sure, sure. Oh, sure. I thought it was another app. <laughs> no, it's Branson with no e. It's a <laughs> social media <P-R-A-N-C-R>. app <laughs> it's only active at Christmas time. That'd be great. It's to pick up. It's to it call like a ride from a reindeer. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think Christmas vacation is my favorite. I like. I like Christmas yeah. story sucks too. That, it yeah, sucks that too. Chevy
0: Chase was mean to me and my mom in my house. So uh, Chevy Chase is in your it. house. What did he just come over and was like? Hey. <laughs>
1: Sit down and listen to me.
0: <laughs> no, my my dad weirdly conned his way into being a producer on a movie that was made by the guys who uh, started The Onion. And <laughs> so there's this movie called Bad Meat that I am in when I'm 10 years old. And they shot a lot of it Ch- at my house. And um, it's like Chevy Chase. And I can't remember the other guy's name. And if you watch the trailer, there is a 10-year-old me throwing a water balloon at a guy. Um, and
2: <laughs> I'm not, not going to watch that or a put it in the show. Notes.
0: It's a horrible movie and it didn't get picked up anywhere. It's a, a Chevy chase plays a governor that they accidentally kill and chop up into meat. And then they have to go get <laughs> all of the meat so that people don't eat the meat. What? <laughs> that
1: uh, is the movie. I mean, that plot synopsis sounds amazing.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's called bad meat. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. That is and almost so Chevy Chase was in my house for a lot of it, and we had a piano, and he was trying to play piano in between takes, which was like so annoying to everyone. And then he yelled at my mom for the piano being out of tune, and my mom was like, "Okay, so pay pay to tune our piano, then pay to get somebody to come tune it, and it'll be yeah. tuned for you." And yeah. then he got really mad that there was kids in the house, even though <laughs> we lived there. <laughs> And so he like kicked me out of my own house when I was ten.
2: Yeah, I've I've never heard anything but that Chevy Chase yeah. is just a huge no, he's a piece acid. of shit. Yeah, just an asshole. Yeah, and I don't remember who told me this, but we were talking about Chevy Chase, and they were like, you know, the the way Chevy Chase realized he was actually an asshole is he they did this like roast of Chevy Chase and all the people. Yeah, that he reached out to that he thought would be all for it. We're like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to roast your Not ass. trying to come It'll fucking too real honor you, motherfucker. And it's like, yeah, it probably yeah. would have gotten really real.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know how to make this funny. I'm just going to say I hope you die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like We should just the- do a the perfect roast. Yeah, we should do an episode that's all just our, our stories about celebrities being shitty i got a few of those
2: oh yeah
0: yeah i don't i guess we'd have to define celebrity first yeah
1: yeah I suppose. well you you're a woman in la so you definitely have a moby story
0: (laughs) i do not i do not run in moby circles mobius circles
1: yeah i just i've just like heard so many stories about moby just being a creep oh
0: really that's so funny yeah why? I mean, it's not, it's bad, but it
2: just, I just, yeah. Moby is like the most pretentious person and I hate it. Like, I don't know how it even came across my field of vision, but the other day I saw an Instagram video or a YouTube video and it was Moby filming some bullshit, like video series he does. And they were going to like a home goods store. And in the beginning of the video, he goes, Everyone knows the best way to make me uncomfortable is to make me go to a big box department store. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, that is the <laughs> best way to make you everyone uncomfortable. Knows. And yeah, everyone Everyone's knows. Everyone's getting together
0: and talking about it.
2: It's like, I don't believe <laughs> you. Yeah, it's like, I don't believe you, Moby. I think you're lying right now. Ugh, such I a Dad. weird,
0: like an absolute thing to say like everybody knows <laughs> it's such a weird thing everybody mistake. knows this
1: tiny everybody little fact about I'm me i
0: that about obscure bullshit about me that nobody knows yep. I'll be like everybody knows that
2: and it's like <laughs> why would that make you uncomfortable you're Moby most people aren't going to recognize you for one thing
0: you're Moby everyone's already uh, uncomfortable be... around you <laughs> <laughs>
1: no one has ever been comfortable around you <laughs> Uh, ever in your life, Moby.
0: Department store or nah, no one I would wants rec- to be around you.
1: I would recognize him in public just from his tattoos.
2: Yeah, I, I think, think I would. I would animal, recognize his animal him, but... rights
1: tattoos. Oh, yeah.
2: God. I like the moment in the I'm Woodstock 99 documentary where yeah. they let Moby go on at length because he's kind of an asshole in that documentary. Oh, there's no way I have it you know. run into the sky, though, actually. You're right. And in you know. that documentary, he talks about how... <laughs> Woodstock ninety nine is so antithetical to what the first Woodstock was and all the all the sexual assault and all the violence. There was none of that at the original. And none they, of that
1: in the and none of that in the raved tent.
2: Well, also Wait, so I he's he's like it's there was none of that at the first Woodstock. And then they cut to someone being like, yeah. uh yeah, there was. There was oh, lots of there was of a it. ton of and that. Yeah. There was just no there was internet. So much of that. There was no way.
0: Okay, I no. I Googled Moby just to see, like, remember what he looked like, because all I remembered was his dumb, bald head. And I was like, have I run into this man? But it says genres of music, and it's the most contradictory genres ever. I'm going to read them to you. Electronica, trip hop, house, down tempo, ambient, alternative rock, techno, punk rock, chill out.
2: Mm. <laughs> that's, that's Sure.
0: Just-
1: <laughs> sure, Moby. No one knew yeah. what to
0: write. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, what I, what what I am absolutely tickled by Jen is the idea that Moby probably was creepy to you at some point. You just didn't know it was him at the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's like so likely of so many people. (laughs) Like I'm sure people have hit on me, and I'm just like, I don't care who you are, go away. (laughs) So my favorite thing to do is to pretend that I uh, don't know anyone. I that's been my favorite move in stand up by the way. Post pandemic, if I'm ever around people even if I've known them for years, like since I've known you guys, I'll be like, "Hi, I'm Jen, it's so nice to meet you." <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do.
2: Wow. Wow. I bet that Fuck makes that. people feel yeah. great. It yeah. makes
0: everyone who sucks feel bad and I'm happy about it because that's You're good here. karma cuz they suck.
2: Yeah, that's true. Oh, Jen Scott bully. <laughs>
0: I just want to blow up and act like I don't know nobody.
2: <laughs> mean girl. That's what <laughs> no, everyone a in L.A. wants. So I think that is our episode, right? Moby feels like a good yeah, place sure. to end. Yeah. <laughs> Based on Moby. We worked through
1: genocide to get to Moby. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... That's the stamp of quality. That's
2: Moby the American just, dream. Moby just catching strays on this podcast. He's like, well, what did I do? What
1: the fuck did I do? <laughs> you said everybody knew that big box stores made you uncomfortable, you piece of shit.
2: <laughs> Not on our watch. We Take defend- your friend Chevy Chase and get the fuck out of here. We defend home goods on this show. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: I love that, that that Home Goods would even be a department store in anyone's mind. <laughs> I,
2: I got my patio yeah, cushions said, there, sir. Which I you did. said
1: Moby going to Home Goods and it's like, wait, why? What yeah, what home <laughs> goods could just... you
2: possibly need from there? Well, they were going yeah. there because it's the place you take him if you want to make him the most uncomfortable. Oh,
1: it's like it's it's like a haunted house for him. So is it just footage <laughs> of Moby walking around the home goods like screaming? <laughs> bumping into poor people like, somebody, like ah! no! somebody comes an employee comes around the corner and is like may i help you sir and he just runs just punches him like, turns down the, t- the
0: towel aisle and is like ah! <laughs> what are these <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah now i should i should watch the rest of the video like what if he did like what if he just yeah, what passes is that out the minute he purpose? walks in <laughs> <laughs> what if he died in that home goods yeah we're like we're like
0: oh All what right, a pretentious he, fuck on meanwhile
2: hunter biden's podcast what oh yeah was it on a biden what? pod something like that i don't know
0: i'm clicking. Wow.
2: yeah meanwhile he walks in that home goods and just starts convulsing eyes roll okay. back in the back <laughs> of his head he's talking in voices it's
0: moby's podcast. Moby, Lindsay, and Bagel sit down for a conversation with Hunter Biden in his home. <laughs>
2: is, is Bagel a pet? I don't know. I hope it's just one single Bagel that's always on the show. I mean,
0: nope. <laughs> bagel, bagel has an Instagram, and I don't think Bagel's a pet. <laughs>
1: what? Is Bagel, Bagel is Moby's kid?
0: <laughs> uh, Candace Bergen Bagel. What? Okay. I'm looking her up. Candace Bergen is...
2: I know person. who Candace Bergen is and I know what bagels are, but She's what is throwing... what is this mashup? Did
1: somebody draw a picture of Candace Bergen on a bagel? Is it Candace Bergen okay, X her... bagel?
0: Did like, oh, Candace Bergen I'm and wrong. a bagel walk into I'm the wrong. machine from the fly? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's, it's, it's a dog. It's a pet.
2: Okay. All right. Thank God. Yeah. Candace Bergen and a bagel walk into a bar.
0: I was like, she has an Instagram, but also, why is that the full name of this dog? Whatever. <laughs> Is
2: that the I dog's mean,
1: name? Lore. I'm, a, I'm a fan of Candace Bergen and I'm a fan of bagels. So
0: I can do the math.
2: Can't So the dog's name is Candace Bergen bagel.
0: Yeah, at least on Instagram.
2: Oh, that's that's the coolest they thing about the Moby. dog
0: in the podcast notes is all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, that's that's. I Moby's don't like that. Most endearing feature now is that he has a dog named Candice <laughs> Bergen Bagel. I
0: mean, if you're talking to Moby and Hunter Biden, I'm focused on the dog named Bagel for sure.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard Hunter Biden speak and What?
0: I don't think he can.
2: Hunter Biden? That's I one of that's one speak. that's probably the smartest thing about Hunter Biden is you don't like see him on TV flapping his gums that much, you know? You gotta you gotta yeah. follow him on the gram to see him oh, smoking wait, crack I- in a bathtub.
0: This is from nine hours ago. Why are we relevant <laughs> right now? Oh, we're,
1: we're promoting a new episode of Moby's podcast. Damn, we are on top. Guess how of many it. views you, you, it has. you got? You got anything to
0: plug? Just Moby's podcast. <laughs> um, guess how many views it has from nine hours ago with the literal fucking president's son and Moby? Six.
2: 69. No. Higher. 420. Ooh, 911. 420.
0: It's. 1800. It's 1800. <laughs>
2: That's actually oh, not which that is much. Still yeah.
0: Bad. <laughs> yeah. That's which is
1: that's still really bad. very few. Yeah. For the president's son and Moby and a dog named after Candace Bergen,
2: <laughs> we need to get them <laughs> all Better on here. America. Give them the you don't even like this show bump.
0: <laughs> this yeah. is what the president's son is doing during genocide. <laughs> doing during genocide, he's going on Moby's podcast. Oh
2: God! I mean, in his defense, he's got bigger <laughs> fish to fry right now. He's going to find his laptop. Smallest fish to fry, honestly. Well, for one thing, he just, I think like just today got charged with like eight more counts of various crimes. Oh, really? I don't, I'm not
0: keeping up. And also another hilarious choice to have happen and then go on Moby's podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's his safety. Netanyahu is going to be on Moby's podcast next. Oh, that was what I was thinking about in general. Talking with, um, about beaten charges. Talking about all of the Israel stuff and, like, sharing all of the things and the infographics and all of that. Is I just, like, have this vision of Netanyahu on Instagram scrolling through Silver like influencers' Instagram stories and being like, you know what? They're right.
2: <laughs> I don't think that's going to
0: happen. <laughs> I know. That's why it's fucking funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. I just keep playing that. Scene Some in my comedians head. gonna post a crowd work clip. And <laughs> change everything. Like, oh, he's got a difference. good point.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. He just closes the. app. Oh man! If they're <laughs> if they're roasting me at flappers, I'm fucked. Because <laughs> he does have an Instagram. That's what made me think about all
2: of this. Every politician does now, right? Oh yeah. my god! I bet we live in the bad place. You gotta be Obama now. Oh, yeah. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Nine new tax charges yeah all right we can probably wrap this up right this, was yeah, fun. this yes. is fun
1: extra deluxe extra deluxe episode
2: thank you both for bringing the energy and the topics i appreciate it this was very we fun both did that? i kind of honestly <laughs> wish this is just how the podcast worked from now on it could be if I was it just like, baby, it. everybody else is doing it. Try,
0: try less. You know what I mean. Also, <laughs> exactly. if everyone can't do this, they don't deserve to be on the podcast. If you can't just fucking, yeah. blah, blah, blah.
2: <laughs> if you can't show up and entertain me, yeah. why are you? I got, here? I got well, index cards. Bitch.
0: <laughs> wow, I came prepared. I put an. I opened my notes app last night and wrote podcast notes, and that's all it says. <laughs> <laughs> that's Hell
2: all yeah.
1: you need. That's all you need. So all you need. Vision board.
2: (laughs) The
0: intent was there.
2: Hey, thank you both for doing the pod. I appreciate it. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? I plugged everything up top. So, uh, Jen, what do you got?
0: Buy the fucking t-shirts I designed so that Adam and I can afford to live.
2: (laughs) It's a pre-sale. They're available through the end of the year. But if you buy them this week, they are cheaper than they will be the rest of the month.
0: Thanks. So do that. And also, um, gifts don't have to be on Christmas. So if you want to buy it for somebody else, you don't have to give it to them on Christmas. It's not that big of a deal. I like to give people gifts all the time. That's not Christmas. Yeah. So there. Um, also, I am working on my hour like I talked about a bunch. So there's another siren. Everyone's dying today. I don't know. Um <laughs> Uh, I post about it a bunch. I've been posting more clips of me performing, so please watch those, share those. If you want to see me perform where you live, please harass your local venues, and I will come do that. Yeah, yo, yeah.
2: Andy, what do you got? Uh, you know, listen to Moby's podcast. <laughs> uh, check out Home Goods. Free Hunter Biden. Um, Just joking. Yeah, Hunter, Hunter Biden.
1: Biden. yeah, I don't give get, a shit. Get a PAX Plus. I uh, look good for the boys. We're doing... Um, We got right now, I mean, speaking of Thanksgiving, we did an episode about that where we had to say nice things about it. So, Jen, that's for you. Uh, And uh, Adam, I guess that's for you, too. You liked it. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're doing a couple of Black Christmas episodes. We got uh, a deluxe Christmas episode coming out, I believe, on Christmas Day. And then uh, we're going to have our year wrap up, and then we're going to take a little break and then be back in February. But... Yeah, looking for the boys new episodes uh for the next few weeks and um i think that's it i think that's all i have uh, merry christmas happy hanukkah joyous kwanzaa have a tight yule <laughs> etc tight
2: yule Keep that yule tight tight yule no. bro know what i'm saying <laughs> we all know it is all right let's get out of here jen say goodbye goodbye andy please say goodbye Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> Whoa, huge, huge if true. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>